Welcome to Charlie's Toolbox, the only podcast that teaches you how to be the main character in your life. Here, you can find all the tools and skills you need to decenter men, center yourself, and feel good about your life. Here's your host, researcher, observer, and marketer, Charlie Taylor. Hello there, and welcome to this week's episode of Charlie's Toolbox. Today, we are going to discuss overcoming self-sabotage. I thought this was a great topic because it was something that I did quite a bit, you know, and I'd have a goal and then I do the complete opposite. And then I'd wonder, you know, why am I struggling? What's going on with this? Or I'd say I'd want something or I want this experience and I choose people who can't give me that. So I decided a while back to always stay in alignment with my heart, my needs and my lifestyle. And I'm going to discuss some of the tips and ideas I learned to keep me from self-sabotaging. So let's define self-sabotage. Psychology Today defines self-sabotage as behavior that creates problems in daily life and it interferes with long-standing goals. The most common self-sabotaging behavior includes procrastination, self-medication with drugs or alcohol, comfort eating, and forms of self-injury such as cutting. It is also described by Healthline as behaviors or thoughts or thought patterns that hold you back and prevent you from doing what you want to do. So I'll say this before I'll, I provide you with the tips and tools. I am not a psychologist and I won't address self-sabotage in regards to self-harm or self-medication because that's out of my depth. That's out of my reach. But I will address self-sabotage in the forms of general goals, you know, dating goals, career goals. And I think we should get started. My first point is that self-sabotage, it requires awareness. And with this trait, you may not always know that you are doing things that are not in your best interest, but you can always chart your course. And what I mean by that is that you can look back in your past and see what you said you wanted to do and then chart the actions and to see if they align with what you said you wanted to do. And if there are areas that are aligning, that's great. If there are areas that aren't aligning, that's great too. Because if they aren't aligning, that means you can start today to make sure that your actions are working towards the goals that you created and designed. Number two, behind every inaction or redirection of actions is a core thought that is inspiring it. So if you aren't taking the proper steps to get the goal you want, ask yourself what core belief is at the root of this. A core belief is described by positive psychology as our most deeply held assumptions about ourselves, the world, and others. So you may want something, but there may be a core belief that you are not aware of that's telling you that you can't get it, or you don't deserve it, or you don't deserve to get it, or it's impossible, or that you have to break your back to have it. And what that looks like, it looks and sounds like believing that out of 7.674 billion people in the world, you will never find love or good treatment or kindness or joy because who could ever love or want you? That's a core belief. 
It looks like staying with a friend, job, or relationship that has clearly shown you they don't value you because where else could you go? That also looks like working yourself to death to prove you are worthy. Or it looks like believing you have to do something in order to be worthy. These are core beliefs. It's telling you that you are not inherently worthy. And the truth is, the moment you took your first breath was the moment that everything in this world belonged to you. So as you breathe in, remember that this world belongs to you. Everything you want, you can have. My next point is that sometimes self-sabotage is your inner child just screaming for you. You know, he, she, they may want something from you and you have to listen to yourself and figure out what it is. So I'll give an example. If you continue rushing into relationships, maybe your inner child is craving intimacy and not necessarily relationships. So can you ask your friends to hug you and rub you a bit more and listen to you a bit more? Can you ask your grandma to rock you occasionally? Can you cuddle with your sister or your dog or your pillow? Sometimes that need is just your inner child saying, you know, I miss something while growing up and I crave it. And it doesn't necessarily have to be replaced by men in relationships. Sometimes it can be that feeling can be replaced by yourself and your friends. And maybe if you replace it with yourself and your friends, you aren't going to self-sabotage. You're not going to hold on to things because you have this hole in your life where you feel that the only time that it can be filled is through a man, you know, having sex with you. Or if you aren't working out and eating right and you want to, what is your inner child communicating to you? You know, has she been restricted before? Um, is this indulgence a result of that restriction is food her protection her only stability the only thing she can control or the only thing she gets pleasure from you know maybe it isn't a self-sabotaging behavior maybe it's just your inner child saying you know previously I was restricted like hell and I found pleasure from food and I just brought this into my adulthood when I look at my inner child, I realized that food for me was my source of pleasure. It was where I had the most fun. It's how our parents showed us love. And it was kind of the only thing that I could fully control. So when I approached baby Charlie about it, it was with love, compassion, and understanding. Because I know that baby Charlie was only adapting. I understood why she chose what she chose. I understood why, despite having this goal, she did the opposite of that. And I can't beat her up for adapting because she was being just a smart girl. But I will take charge as an adult and adult Charlie will find other sources of pleasure and make sure she is getting the proper nutrition. You know, I typically talk to myself and I say, I know you want this. Because you want more joy today. I get it. I understand what you're doing or I know you're choosing this because previously you felt restricted as a child. And I know that this choice may, may feel like freedom. I get it. 
But let's try another route. Let's try something else that may result in that freedom or that pleasure. Have you tried playing with your dog? Have you tried eating a a cold peach instead or making some lemonade? You know, let's see if this these options work for you, baby Charlie. And that inner child is going to tell you yes or no. It's going to tell you, yes, this is feeding me. And as you continue to feed your inner child, you're going to be less likely to self-sabotage. Because you're not just reaching for anything that's going to solve this problem that you feel, this angst that you feel inside. You're actually, you know, listening to yourself and giving yourself different options and finding a solution through those different options. My next point is self-sabotage. It requires kindness. It requires a gentle nudge. You know, when you aren't doing things that or when you are doing things that aren't good for you, you have to start developing a positive relationship with your inner child. You have to remember that you don't need any more authority figures hurting you with their words. You've had enough of that growing up. You don't need any more. Furthermore, harming yourself for a positive cold doesn't really make sense. It sounds like an asinine equation. If I punish myself, then I'm going to feel better about myself. It doesn't make sense. It's not logically. It's not logical. It looks it. it, And if I can give you an example, it's like a plant. It's like me planting a seed in rotten soil. You know, I can beat you up. I can talk to you in any kind of way. You may grow a little bit, but you're not going to flourish and you definitely ain't going to be sustained. So that means your tendency to go there with yourself, to go to stoop real low with your own self, you're going to have to redirect that to kindness. You can say, I know you want to lash out at yourself. But what else would make you feel better? Would a quick dance make you feel better? Or music or water or juice or a walk or a conversation with a friend or a happy hour or whatever you need? What 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 is an option to make you feel better? Because I assure you, beating yourself up will not make you correct your behavior. Like pain, shame, and abuse, it doesn't work. It doesn't sustain a habit. All it does is break the spirit. So use kindness to support yourself and stop trying to break your spirit. My last point is that maybe it's not self-sabotage. Maybe you just don't want to do it. Or maybe you just don't like the person, the person, place, or thing. You know, sometimes we don't honor ourselves. Sometimes we take all of these negative critiques we were given and it's the only thing we hold on to. So when something that's supposedly good on paper comes into our lives, like a good job making a lot of money or a man with great credentials or a friend with many connections, we'll see the red flags. We'll see the chaos or maybe the confusion. We'll see these things. But instead of saying like, oh, I'm, I may be incompatible with this person, place or thing, we'll blame ourselves for it. Because in our mind, it couldn't be them. They're perfect on paper. 
So it has to be us. And so we label incompatibility as self-sabotage. When really, it's kind of your body just working on your behalf. Sometimes your body and your spirit and your heart, sometimes it lashes out because it's telling you something. It's telling you that maybe as good as this person looks on paper, maybe there's something, a gut feeling that you have that is showing you that this isn't the person you need to be around. Or maybe the place isn't comfortable for you. And maybe you're you're not self-sabotaging. You're not creating chaos. Maybe you just don't like it and you're not. You haven't been able to tell yourself that I don't like this and remove yourself. Sometimes self-sabotage is incompatibility disguising itself. So it goes back to my first point. You have to listen to yourself. Your body, your mind, your spirit, your inner child, they're telling you stuff. So start to note it and then start to nurture it. Care for yourself with compassion. Say, hey, I know you may want to do this, but I know we know what that leads to. Let's try this. Let's try on this. And if that doesn't work, let's try another thing. And if that doesn't work, try another thing. It doesn't harm you to try stuff. And on that note, I ask you guys to be compassionate to yourself and take care. Goodbye. For show notes, be sure to check out charliestoolbox.com. Follow Charlie on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Charlie's Toolbox. Thanks again for listening to Charlie's Toolbox.